Welcome to the Parent Points Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Cabot. The mission of this podcast is to help you, the parent, realize and accomplish this truth. You are the primary disciple maker of your child. I truly believe that this podcast only helps one parent grasp this and apply it to their home. It is 100% worth it. Parents, I hope you are doing well. Uh, maybe you're outside getting a jog in. Uh, you've got this. Keep pushing. You can make it. Uh, maybe you're in the weight room doing your thing. You've got this. Lightweight. Uh, maybe you're just enjoying a cup of coffee or maybe you're on the road on your way to work or home from work, wherever you are. Thank you so much just for uh, being intentional with how you parent, being intentional with what you do uh, in your home, that you're trying to just be a better parent. You're just trying to get better. If you're listening to this podcast, like way to go. Like you're just trying to be the best that you can be. Uh, and that's one thing I'm passionate about. Like you don't need to sit in mediocrity. Like I hate sitting and just being average. I'm, I'm listening to podcasts all the time. I'm reading books. I'm asking mentors questions like just because I don't like being average and you doing this is you being above average. So way to go. And thank you for tuning in. Now, listen, I just want to kind of speak to you, the parent. A couple episodes we've had here, we've kind of spoken about how to engage your student. Uh, But what I want to do is I want to talk to you, the parent, and how you are uh, to lead, how are you to be and, and things that you're to do as a parent that are going to impact and affect your home. Um, and so what we're going to be talking about today is just uh, that every great parent starts with soul care, that a great parent knows how to care for their own soul. Uh, and so uh, in today's episode, we're going to talk about that word soul, and we're going to make it an acronym. We're going to have salvation, overflow, unmask, and longevity. And so what I want to do is I just want to break those down for us today. Because listen, as a parent myself, and I know um, for you as a parent as well, sometimes when you take care of yourself, it feels selfish. Uh, but I will tell you this, that you cannot be the best parent uh, if you're not taking care of who you are and your soul. Now, that doesn't mean like you need to be spending like four hours in the gym to take care of yourself and, and neglecting your home life. What I'm saying is, is that you've got to care for your soul. You've really got to care for who you are and who Jesus has called you to be. And so we're going to break this down. So the first one, S for soul care, is salvation. Parents, this is going to be hard to hear, and it's hard for me to hear, but your primary calling is to be a follower of Jesus. Yes, you're a parent, and that's a huge responsibility. It's a heavy weight that you carry. However, your primary calling isn't to be a good parent, even though that's important. To be a great spouse, that's important. Or to be a great employee or an employer, those are all important. But your primary responsibility is to be a great follower of Jesus, right? And and we are to focus in on that because I believe that if you focus in on your salvation, if you focus in on being a very deep and intentional and humble follower of Jesus, you will be a great parent. You will be in a great employee or an employer. You will be a great spouse, But you don't need to start trying to be great at those things and then follow Jesus. Following Jesus and walking in your salvation must be the forefront of everything that we do. It must be the foundation. And so, parents, I just want to remind you, like to lead your home well, whether you're a single mom, whether you're a single dad, maybe you've been happily married, maybe you're in a rough patch in your marriage, whatever the case may be, your primary calling is to follow Jesus. And you're to do that with everything that you have, with all your energy, endurance, passion, love. Just pour it into following Jesus and following who he is. So to lead your home well, 
walk in that salvation. So that's the S for soul care is that your primary uh, calling is to be a follower of Jesus. It's your salvation. The number two is the overflow, right? The O, overflow. And this one's kind of very closely related to what we just talked about. Um, but if you desire to be a great parent for the name of Jesus and to be a primary disciple maker of your students, uh, you can't do this on empty, right? Like we all get the premise of when it comes to our car, right? Like there's some people in the world who the, uh, the gas gauge, tur- the light turns on and they literally freak out because they think, they can't go anywhere, right? Uh, and then there's some people that literally see the light come on and they think it's a challenge. They're like, oh, it says I'm low on gas, but I can go another 60 miles, right? Like I'm like that's who I that's how I am. But I even wonder, like, what did people do like when they didn't put on like your car, like you have six miles till empty or 30 miles till empty? Like, how did people do it? Like, do they just guess or pray? Or I mean, I have no clue, but I'm the type of person when that light comes on, I'm like, oh, dude, I got this. Go downhill, put it in neutral. I can make it home. No big deal. So being being a parent is exhausting. It is hard work. It is difficult work, whether that you have uh, a year-old, uh, a three-year-old, a uh, 15-year-old, a 20-year-old, whatever the case may be, parenting is exhausting. And being an exhausted parent isn't evidence of you doing poorly. It's the reality of being a parent. And it's the reality of being present, right? So many parents I talk to, they just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. I must not be doing something right. And I'll just say this, like it's easier for you not to be present. You would be way more rested if you were not present in your kid's life and in your student's life. And so you being exhausted isn't evidence of you doing it poorly. It's evidence that you are there in the trenches trying to do the best that you can with your kids. So don't take the tiredness as a sign of being a bad parent because it's not. However, what I do want to say is that you've got to be able to lead out of the overflow of your heart, right? So let me just share uh, a very vulnerable story with you right now. Uh, Like I've told you before, I've got a three-year-old and a 15-month-old. And listen, I love them. Uh, They're crazy. Uh, They're a lot like me, which is not good. (laughs) Um, But I, I really enjoy being their dad. Uh, and I think every parent feels this way, but my kids are like really crazy, like really crazy. And I feel like, uh, they're like nonstop, right? Like if they're not sleeping, they're doing something. So even this morning, my daughter, who's three years old, woke up, I got up at four o'clock and I try to do my best to get up around, uh, around four. Uh, sometimes I don't do it. Like I'm not perfect. Right. But I try to get before. So today I got up at four, uh, and at five Oh one, I hear a thud in my daughter's room and that's her sliding down the bed to get out. And then she opens the door and she runs down our hallway and she turns the corner and she is rubbing one of her eyes because the light is too bright and she's squinting with the other. She can't walk in a straight line. And she literally asked me, what are we doing today, dad? And I'm like, it's five Oh one in the morning. Like what is your deal? Right. And so I've been trying to get in the word. I'm prayed up. Right. So I try to have a good attitude, but then the meltdowns happen, you know, five thirty, five forty five, six o'clock. And I find myself getting quick to anger, quick to, uh, to be a uh, harsh, quick to use words. And listen, like I had just been in the word, like I had just spent time with Jesus. How much easier would it be for me to walk in the flesh if I just didn't spend time with Jesus? Like I know the mornings where I don't wake up and I get woken up by my kids, like my tendency to walk in the flesh towards them is such so so much higher, right? Because I'm not spending time in the word and filling my heart. And so I just want to encourage you, parents, like you've got to make time to spend time with Jesus. You've got to make time to spend time with Jesus. Because what Jesus says is that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
And every time I speak to my wife, to my kids, to people I lead, to people that are walking with me, to, to my friends, my other family, like, like when I speak to them, it is an indication of where my heart is. And so when you're short with your student, when you're short with your kid, when you're angry at your kid, when you're harsh with them, it is a result of you running on empty. So I just want to encourage you, you've got to, to parent out of the overflow of your heart. So salvation, primary calling is to follow Jesus. Overflow, to walk closely with Jesus and, and, and parent out of the overflow of what he speaks to you. The number three, the you, uh, is that we're going to unmask. Now, listen, this is not like a whole... KN95 mask, like mask thing. That's not, that's not what I mean by this at all. What I mean is, is that as parents, we're really good at wearing a mask when it comes to other parents and to our kids. Like you don't have to look far to see this true. Like look on Instagram parents, like look at your friends that have kids. Are they posting about when the last time they spanked their kid and like an Instagram story of their kids screaming in the room and kicking the door like my daughter did today? No, like I'm not posting that on Instagram. I'm posting the picture with a cool filter of them swinging on the swing and laughing together, right? It's putting on the masks. You don't see moms and dads posting about how their kid is grounded because they made a bad choice, right? We only talk about the good, but that's never the reality. Now, yes, sometimes the reality can be good. That is true. Like God can bring us into good seasons and we can be in a good parenting spot. But the reality is, is it's not always good. And so parents, I believe that you and I are to need to lead our families and our children with vulnerability. Like my daughters are three and 15 months old, 16 months old. And when I mess up, I I tell them that I'm sorry. The reason being is they don't need a dad that's always right. They need a dad that is always real, right? They don't need a dad to be always right to them, to tell them that he's, he's got it all figured out. They don't need that. They need a dad that is real to say, Hey, I thought this was right. And I made a mistake. Or, hey, I, I told you to do this and you, you got hurt. That, that is my fault. I'm sorry. And that's just one way to lead with vulnerability. But parents, I want to encourage you to lead with vulnerability, to unmask, to let your kids see that you aren't perfect and to let other parents see that you are not perfect. Because I promise you, parents, there are other kids out there having meltdowns right now, right? There's other parents out there struggling. There's other parents feeling like they have no clue what to do. It just takes one of us, some of us to step out and lead with vulnerability. And then number four, the L longevity. Parents, my desire for you is to have a, is a very long lasting influence in your child's life. And you're probably thinking like, what does that mean? Let me just, let me just be honest with you. Many parents uh, are still the mom and dad of somebody, but they're not influencing their kid anymore. Uh, you can be a mom and dad biologically, like uh, by blood, but you could not be a parent influencing them anymore. Like there's parents out there that have lost their influence due to decisions, temper, alcohol, drugs, and so many more things, right? Like we lose our platform to influence our kids. And I don't want you to lose your influence with your child. And so what I want to encourage you is this, is that every time you interact with your kid, and listen, this is a lot easier said on this podcast than done in my own home. But every time that you parent your kid, that you love them well, think the long game. Don't think about the short burst of anger that you want to have with your kid that's going to give diminishing results. What does it look like for you to think about the long game? To think about how does this play out in five years, what I'm about to do right now? 
How does this help me keep the influence with my kid that I feel like is already slipping? How does this build credibility for me now so that 10 years down the road, my kid's still coming to me asking for advice? Because parents, I don't want you just to be a parent by blood or a parent by association or by birth certificate. I want you to be a parent that influences their kids for the rest of their life. And so parents, I want you to take care of your soul. This is a struggle for me, uh, but I want you to walk in taking care of your soul. I want you to focus in on your salvation. I want you to see that your primary calling is to be a follower of Jesus. I want you to lead your home and love your kids out of the overflow of your heart. Then I want you to be vulnerable. I want you to unmask, right? Take down the mask and be honest with parents and be honest with your kids. And then I just want you to be a parent for a long time. Like my heart and my prayer is that you parent your kids and influence them for a very, very long time. Because I know that if we have healthy homes, then we're going to have healthy churches. And so parents, focus in on the soul care this week. Focus in on the soul care of your own soul. 